What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Leaving the Comfort Zone. Thank you guys for tuning in. Before we get started, make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast. Don't forget to leave your reviews and comment. You can also follow us on Instagram at underscore Leaving the Comfort Zone. If you guys want to show some love and cop some gear, you can catch us at LeavingTheComfortZone.store. With that being said, let's get into this. It's your host, Richard Rodriguez, with co-host Hector Marmo. What up? What's good, bro? Um, 2020, man. <laughs> Obviously, it's a crazy one. I don't even know where to get started with it. But um, there's just so much going on, man. So much trying to, trying to, I guess, penetrate our mind, right? Um, so hard that's to keep right. your peace of mind, especially. I know we were talking about that earlier. And that's really what I want to get into, man. It's just that peace of mind that, that, that seems so hard to grab onto while all this is going on. You feel me? No, I, I 100% feel you. I think, I think there's a lot of movement. I think there's a lot of movement going on, um, as far as like you know, pandemic, racial injustice. We got, we got elections coming up, so you got that going on. And I think there's just a lot of, ooh, a lot of influences going on. And I think stillness is, is a major key. And I think learning how to find that stillness is another major key and another process. So I think that's that's definitely what we want to talk about today is about protecting your peace and kind of where our perspectives are about that. So kind of just jumping right into it, Rich, what, when you hear the word peace, what what comes to your mind, bro? So me personally, when I hear the word peace, honestly, it's like the perfect moment when I'm like chilling and there's nothing around me that's that's affecting my vibe, right? Um, mm-hmm. But um, I went ahead and, like, because I was, for education purpose, went ahead and looked it up. And, and there's two different definitions that I was able to find. Um, one of them is freedom from disturbance. So technically, like, tranquility, if that's how you mm-hmm. even say it. But um, And then the other one is, um, where is it at? A period in which there is no war. So that second one really stood out to me because I feel like we constantly have a little bit of a war or battle within us, right? Yeah. Um, so like in order to have peace and peace of mind, you have to be completely calm and at ease internally. That could be mentally, physically, you know what I mean? Um, mm. It's multiple different perspectives, I guess you could say. What, is, what does it mean to you though? To me, I mean, when I, when I picture peace, I picture like calm waters, right? I picture mm. waters or like the term for me um, that comes up is like operating at center. Right. Okay. And I feel like it's, it's definitely not a tough topic to talk about, but I think people can get easily confused, you know? So like when people think of peace, the one thing that I, I, I kind of want to wipe out of people's heads is like, you don't need to be like, let's say on a beach 24 seven, right? Like, like when, when I want to talk about peace, I want to talk about how we can find peace and operate at a peace in the world that we're living in, right? Mm-hmm. Without trying to to uh, picture, oh, I can only be at peace if I escape, right? Because like we, we, we get that, we get that sense of peace on, let's say, if we go on a very calm, relaxing vacation. Mm-hmm. But like I want to operate in that same peace when I come back to everything that's going on. So um, I also want to say, um, that's good. You said that because it made me think about something else. I don't want people to also think that, that peace and peace of mind are like, like 
kind of like a monk or something like that where they're super calm in the mind, right? I think you can have peace in your house. You can have peace driving a car. You can have peace of mind cleaning your house. It's extremely different for every person, right? We're all unique, um, but you really got to focus on and try to figure out how do you find your peace of mind? Um, like we said earlier, this year has been extremely crazy, right? It's very easy to get on a negative path and be like um, so distracted and so, you know, you don't, you just don't have one type of focus because there's so much shit hitting us this year that it's extremely hard to be at peace with what's going on, honestly. To me, peace could be when, you know, mind, body and soul like meet, right? So, you know, like in school, whenever they had you do like those comparisons and they made you draw those two circles that overlapped, like the mm-hmm. diagram, right? So now picture like three circles, right? You got mind, you got body, you got soul. And like when those three interject and you got that small space, that's all three circles in together. Like when you're, when you either witness a moment or, um, or you feel like you're operating out of that, right? Because it can happen. I, I feel like you can you can hit an external moment of peace, right? Okay. But then you can also hit that intrinsically or from the inside out. Now, let me ask you, when you say that there's three parts, right? You said mind, body, and soul. Now, let's mm-hmm. separate them, right? For for mind, what does peace of mind look like? How do you get your peace mentally? How do I... so? You personally, let's say. Let's say yeah, just you personally. Yeah. And then we'll as connect the other like, three, right? Or the other two. So not even habits. More like um, you said your mind, body, and soul have to be intertwined or have to be together to form that piece, mm-hmm. right? Where does your mental have to be? Where does your physical have to be? And where does your soul have to be? Yeah. And then to come together, you know what I mean? You can't have mm-hmm. one lacking and the other two being amazing. You know what I mean? I think they yeah. all have to be somewhat equally um, feeling good or something. Yeah, I think I think you can experience each three in its own different in its own form, right? So like mm-hmm. I could ex- I could experience mental peace without my body being at ease, right? Mm. Or my soul being at ease. But then I think I think like a true moment of that I guess ultimate tranquility or stillness is when all three of those connect. Okay. Right? So as far as as far as mentally um Shoot, I, without going into without going into habits, what I feel like mental peace is, um, I guess just just quietness. Kind of like being okay with your thoughts. Sense. Yeah, like being okay with my thoughts, but also like my thoughts operating out of like, let's say like gratitude, positivity. You know, like just things that things that flow. Mm-hmm. Right. So if I'm not if I'm not in a mental state of peace, I might be more anxious one day, right? So like if I know I'm like tapping into into those types of thoughts that trigger certain emotions or, you know, um, then I would definitely say that I'm not, I'm not at a mental peace. It's definitely not an easy answer, right? It's because not. It's you- really not. <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to go... <laughs> no, my bad if I trip you up, but I just I'm always curious, right? Because um when I think about the three, I think it's very good that you mentioned the three. For me, I feel like mentally, um, as you as you said, I would have to be able to be okay with my thoughts, um, not be overthinking, not thinking in the past or in the future. Um kind of being present, right? When I think mm-hmm. mentally is present. That's when I that's what peace sounds like to me mentally. 
now physically um you, you're right you could maybe be in a hospital you could be maybe in your deathbed you could be sick you could be wounded you could be whatever and still be able to find peace of mind mm-hmm. but um for me i feel like i'm at peace with my body when i'm able to be okay with what i weigh what i look like how i feel I'm not necessarily super in pain right because you could mm-hmm. technically be mentally tough and still be at peace uh while being injured or while being hurt um but while like let's say me if i'm like normally not injured or anything like that um as long as i'm okay with my body and what i'm feeling like if i wake up and i feel healthy and i feel okay i'm at peace with my body right yeah my soul now my soul is like it's a little bit harder to answer but it's more like am i on track with my purpose am mm-hmm. i am i doing or being exactly who that internal voice um, is driving me to be right and not trying to get too much off course but those three um, they're very unique right they're very different for everybody yeah and that's where I think that's where patience comes in and I think I think peace definitely ties into ties into patience because we're it's not like we're going to be born or it's not like like me where I'm 25 where I'm going to understand everything that does bring me peace right mm-hmm. so a big key of a big key of just protecting your peace is finding what does bring you it or um externally right because there there are healthy external options and habits and stuff that you can implement that bring it while also doing yourself you know deep work for lack of better terms to to operate out of it so with that with that for you, what does that, sorry to interrupt you, but for, I think you were going to kind of go into it, but what does that look like for you? How do you find your peace of mind or how do you find that state where you are completely calm and at ease? Um, definitely started with a learn with a learning purpose. Um, okay. And I think it, I think it comes from just an awareness and reflection of like, let's say, I'm going to say moments for lack of better terms. Right. So if what brings me mental peace, right, let's say I meditate the feeling after I meditate. Okay. If that's something that brings me fulfillment, if that's something that brings me, um, let's say peace, right. Then it's my responsibility to continue that. And another example would be, the feeling let's say after you accomplish a workout Mm, right that's a good one if that brings you peace if that brings you personal fulfillment then again it's to now this is just my perspective it's your responsibility to continue to do that if it brings you personal fulfillment facts so when it comes to figuring out your piece, I think we need to experience as much as possible. So we experience more of those moments, right? Mm-hmm. Feelings and that awareness after. And then after, I guess, let's just say for in this moment, I'm 25. I look back and I find what did bring me fulfillment. It's my responsibility. If I choose to continue to plug those certain things in my life and, and rank them on what, let's say the top five. Mm-hmm. So let, let's say I choose, now this is just random what I thought, like reading, meditating, working out, you know, quality time, 
you know, so like whatever those are, it's my responsibility to lock in those things that bring me it and then be disciplined to like, Keep bringing them back into your daily life or your yeah. weekly. I got you, bro. And it's it's cool you say that that you say like meditating for you. Obviously, I do a little bit of meditating, but I wouldn't go as far as saying that. Um, that's maybe my main one or anything like that. I'm a little bit different, right? So for me, back in the day, it was baseball, bro. Is when I was peace of mind. I wasn't thinking about any problems, any bills, any mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying any troubles. I was just playing the game that I love. So when I was on that field, bro, that was peace of mind to me. Once sports was over, um, I find it in the littlest things, bro. It could be like cleaning. It could be yeah. like driving. You know what I'm saying? Um, it could be, I don't know if you've ever felt it, but when you park your car right before you're about to go home or go inside or get out the car, I sit mm-hmm. in my car sometimes for like five to ten minutes, not doing nothing, just sitting there. Mm-hmm. Um in the shower, bro. Like, obviously, these are little things that normal, but these are normal day-to-days where, like, thinking about it now and reflecting, um, I find peace in those little couple minutes of, of pocket, right? But mm-hmm. it takes practice to, on a greater scale, to, to meditate, right? To be able to say, I want to go canoeing or I want to go hiking or I want to go on a run because in that moment, that's when I'm, when I'm feeling at peace right that's when nobody's mm-hmm. affecting my vibe or where i'm where my frequencies at um it yeah. does take a lot of practice bro and a lot of awareness within yourself too to figure out what brings me peace of mind it's when you said that when you said those small little things like to me that tied peace directly in with be like you said like being uh being present mm-hmm. um and i feel like if you aren't in that i guess state of lack of better terms awareness then you peace isn't allowed to be entered right Mm. you're not able to experience it because you're you're somewhere else you you know you're in the past you're in the future you're thinking about something else so like you can only experience peace if you're sitting right next to it does that make sense no for sure for sure so what what um what are some things that you have found, let's say, after, I know you just mentioned the small things, but what is something that you possibly maybe have stumbled across after your athletic career that you have found new about you that does kind of bring you that peace? Honestly, it would probably be um, waking up early in the morning, right? Because it's super quiet, bro. A lot of people are sleeping. Um, I usually tend to go work out in the mornings, like around 6, 6.30 a.m. But even before the workout, like maybe that walk over. Or, but just that, that first two hours of my day, bro, it's like I don't even know what the percentage is of people who are sleeping, but it's super quiet, bro. Like I sometimes sit on my porch. I might be reading, might be just chilling. But that early time in the day is somewhere where I feel like I find the most peace. I feel like throughout the rest of the day, it's, it's hectic, right? You have work calls. You have, you have fucking people in your apartment talking, playing music, like everything else. It's extremely hard to find that stillness and that quietness again um, and to be present, right? Another one that I've, that I've noticed, bro, is when I, when I realize how to, which I still do a bad job on sometimes, is completely shutting work off. So like when, let's say you're done at 5.30, 6 o'clock, maybe sometimes 5, closing the laptop, forgetting about the emails and fully focusing on 
the next four hours because that's your time. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, that pocket of hours, bro, is extremely important to me and it will bring me the most peace throughout the day. Because work is very hectic. I mean, I don't know about you, but like on a day to day, bro, <laughs> uh, it gets up and down with emotions and shit. So you got to really be enjoy enjoy those hours before work starts and after. Um, some people can enjoy it during work too. You know what I mean? That's an extremely big goal as well. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if that answered your question, but there's a, there's different ways I find it for sure. No, it, de it definitely did answer my question. I was just I was just curious myself because I was like, you know what? Because you mentioned baseball was your piece. Mm -hmm. I don't think you were able to get into a little bit of that that transition after. But um, no, yeah, I would say, and bro, honestly, um, I would say just. I try to find peace in everything, bro. I think what you hit it on the nail, it's like just being present. I think as long as you're present, um, there's very minimal things that can affect you feeling good, especially if it's something that you enjoy. Like there's people that I had a conversation with a couple other people the other day. Um, some people like to cook and they feel great when they're cooking. Some people feel great when they're working out. Some people feel great when they're just watching TV. Like we're all different. It's just weird how we all have different things that make us feel super relaxed and calm you know what i'm saying no oh, yeah of course and like like i mentioned before i think the most important part moving forward is like understanding those moments and 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 understanding yourself right like you said we're all different so we all have those those things that 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 trigger that happiness and i feel like when you encounter things that do make you that genuinely happy and add value to you like you have to lock it in. Mm -hmm. You have to lock it in. And that's our responsibility to now create that as a, a staple in our lives. And then like, let's say, you know, you might get over it. You feel me? Like you might not be passionate about something for, a, you know, 60 years, but you might be passionate about it for those 10. And if it brings you that sense of fulfillment, that happiness and puts you at peace for those 10 years then you ride that wave until you find something else. No, hundred percent, bro. And I was gonna, and I was gonna shift over with you. Is let's say you've practiced it, right? You found what what brings you peace of mind and what brings you peace. Um, it's just as important as you said, locking it in, but not to let outside. We said twenty twenty, right? But there's even closer factors to us that could potentially drift us off or make us lose focus or, or tap into um, this little bubble that we've created where we feel super comfortable. Now mm -hmm. someone's, someone's reaction, someone's characteristics, someone's attitude towards you or whatever could eventually affect that peace of mind. How do you on a daily basis, heck, like work on making, making sure that, that nobody or that it can happen once in a while, but that not exactly a person affects that peace of mind for you. Cause that's personal, right? You don't want them to affect that. Mm hmm. Oh, that's a loaded question. <laughs> with a, with a, load, with a, a loaded, loaded question, always from Rich. Yeah, with a loaded answer. Um, <laughs> I think I break it apart. Break it apart. No, nah, I, I will break it. I will break it apart. As far as for somebody else disturbing my peace, right? Um, one of my goals when I started, I would probably say after my freshman year of college, was the mindset of becoming like unoffendable mm. right? whereas whatever comes out of your mouth or somebody else or some random person i meet or whatever like whatever comes out their mouth like i've worked really hard to try to not be offended by it 
okay. of how disrespectful it is, right? So, and that, I guess it, to put that in other terms, um, to to learn how to respond and not react, mm. right? So to me, that's one thing that brings me peace, knowing that you cannot invoke a reaction out of me, no matter how hard you try, that brings me peace as far as confidence in I have control over myself. Okay. Right. Would you say that that brings you peace or it doesn't, you don't let people affect your peace? I'd say, I say both because okay. it, it brings me peace intrinsically knowing that I value that I created that. Mm-hmm. But then it also brings me peace because I feel like that that's a boundary that I've put to protect my peace. That's dope. I feel like, I feel like meditation has done what you just explained for me. Right. So how you mm-hmm. said, instead of reacting, what, what was the other word you use? responding you respond right so it's like you almost internalize whatever the fuck just happened to you (laughs) and before you say anything or flinch you're able to almost manipulate how you want to respond right because Mm -hmm. you're so good internally that you won't let something affect you and flip how you actually vibrate you know what i'm saying yeah yeah and and that that goes down to the conversation that we had the other day where we started talking about protecting your, your peace and it's learning how to instill healthy boundaries Mm. right and i know that the conversation started between you and i when uh we were discussing um like let's say the scenario of you've had a really draining day at work and you've got you know you have like a sliver your tank is on empty and you got five percent energy you gave it all you got i worked that day (laughs) (laughs) right you gave it all you got you come home and you want to use that five ten percent for yourself Right. And let's mm-hmm. say, let's say you bump into a friend or you, which is completely friend. normal too. That's not yeah. selfish. It's normal. Mm-hmm. And let's say you bump into a friend while you're in the grocery store, picking up something on your way home. You have a roommate, right? Like what, whatever the situation is. And, let, and let's say they want to talk. They want to vent, right? It's totally okay to say, Hey, I understand you want to talk right now but now is really not a great time for me. Like, mm. like to me, that's a healthy boundary, right? Knowing so hard for some though, to be that honest and that upfront. Yeah. And I think it, I think it has to be done with grace and I've learned that the hard way. Right. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm still learning that part. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm still learning that as well, especially, you know, going from New York to Kentucky, like mm-hmm. people that, we just talk different and mm-hmm. and that's I, a fact know, it's a little more know, aggressive like, tone a little more aggressive like without even intentionally trying to offend somebody you just that's just the way you talk mm-hmm. so so learning how to do that with grace to me i think that's a healthy boundary but i think it goes beyond dealing with people right one you got to know your boundaries with people you got to know your limitations and two it's situation a situation right because if you got that five ten percent energy and like, let's say, let's say you and I were living together and I walked in the door and you just wanted to like vent or for lack of a better term, just like, you know, kind of like dump your day or whether it was yeah. bad or good. You just want to give it to, you want to put it on somebody else. Yeah, exactly. So like, if you want to put it on somebody else, if I feel that and I'm on five, 10%, bro, like 
I might respectfully and gracefully curve you, <laughs> you know? And I, and I 100%, bro, I do that shit all the time. But I, I also want, it's crazy that you say that because people unintentionally, it could be a really good day for them and they still want to spill it on you, right? But you don't have the energy to like yeah. be super cheerleading and supporting, which mm-hmm. is okay. It could be, the, the worst part is though when it's like a negative, right? When it's like they had a horrible day, you might've had a good ass day, but you just low on energy. You just don't feel like talking to nobody, which is okay. Um, they want to like let it out on you, right? So now you're saying that it's, it sounds like you're saying how important the communication aspect of it is. So if you yeah. want to keep going into that, go ahead, bro, because I think that's extremely powerful. Yeah, because if you're going to, you know, if you're going to put up a boundary, obviously out of respect, like let's say if it's you, I respect our friendship enough. I'm not going to mm-hmm. say, nah, I'm not going to say, nah, bro, fuck off. I don't want to hear it. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, I'm like, like, hey, bro, like right now it's just not a good time. Like I'd love to have this conversation later. And I think, I think the communication part is so important because we all live in our own personal realities. Facts. And the only way to 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 build that bridge of of connecting is through communicating. That's and, true. Right? So and even then going back, like let's say I do walk in the door with five, ten percent energy and I plan to use it for myself, the way you approach the situation and how you want to vent could totally change it. Because if you can totally with- uh, uh, could totally change that peace of mind that you probably worked on on that day or like that you were holding on to with that little five percent of energy, mm-hmm. and what you're saying is you're almost setting up a, a boundary to protect that right and not let somebody affect that to, yeah to protect that and not even to not let someone affect it, but to be to be aware enough if you know something's gonna affect you like negatively mm, okay right because obviously life has its ups and downs. It's not too, you're not like when I talk about setting healthy boundaries, I'm not talking about like avoiding yourself and protecting yourself from everything. But if you know, something's going to do more damage to you than good, then it's your responsibility to yourself to put up a boundary. A hundred percent. And, and to go the complete opposite way of the spectrum, I think a lot of, peace and fulfillment and even relationships could be developed more if let's say you were my roommate and I walked through the door and you said you said you know hey Hector I've had a really shitty day I'd like to talk to you about it like do you not even like do you got the mental space to handle it but basically like are you okay with that because now you gave me the option to choose to use my 10% in an act of kindness which could actually bring us both fulfillment instead of just dumping it on me and you feeling good and leaving me feeling like let's say drained mm-hmm. right no and and go ahead i'm sorry i'll say it though no no go ahead go ahead now what i was saying is the way how you said that like draining you and they might be getting fulfilled by letting it all out on you but they're draining their roommate they're draining their friend or their fiance or their husband or their girlfriend whatever, whatever um it's extremely important for how you said that open line of communication to avoid um, just how we talking about protecting your peace is also important to have the awareness and the feel to be able to understand, like, even though I'm having a bad day, a really good day, this other person might be going through a different, completely different paradigm or a completely different perspective on their day. Let me not affect their peace of mind. Right. Without asking to, you got to ask, you got to ask either permission or at least make sure that that other person's okay with you invading maybe what that mental state is that day. You know what I'm saying? 
Mm-hmm. And that's, that's very, that's very, to me, that's very important. And that's something that I've definitely uh, learned to get one learned and then two learned to get better at um, through, through my personal relationship with, with my fiance, just because we're two polar opposites and we both just think different. We both take in things different. Um, so having that directly in my house, in my household has really helped me be more aware of that and notice why it's so important because bro, that could, Loki, that could take friendships to another level. That could mm-hmm. kill, kill friendships. That can, you know, and it's all in just literally communicating. And making sure that, that you said it, communicating, because I feel like sometimes when, when that direct line of communication where, let's say you don't have the awareness that you, you just hit your peace of mind or that you just, you're at peace, right? Walking into the door, you're at peace for that day. Um, technically with friendships and, and relationships and family members and stuff, they tend to uh, intrude into your space, whether it's mentally, whether it's physically, um, unintentionally, right? But just in a selfish way sometimes as well, um, putting everything onto you or taking some of your energy or or not even asking like, yo, I'm, can I take your time away? Because you, you didn't even hit on time yet. Like energy, time is a big one that we don't have a lot of, extremely expensive. Mm-hmm. That's all important, right? Because that's all really related to that peace of mind or that peace that you that every one of us is seeking. Um, not letting others take advantage of you, or not, or you not taking advantage of others in a way that you guys didn't communicate about. Yeah, yeah, and then that's that's a hundred percent. That's a, man. You just hit it on the head. Think <laughs> <laughs> they're stuck. I'm it's sorry. just it's, it's interesting, bro. It's inter- and I want to get I want I do want to get into real quick. I mean, you said it's it's bigger even than people, right? I think um, talking about people and friends and roommates and all that stuff is important because that's our direct day to day life. Um, mm-hmm. But you have different distractions, I say, that could disturb your peace. Whether it's the social media, the news, um, the circumstances that are happening outside of of our day to day life, but it's so big and so impactful that it does if we let it affect us directly a hundred percent a hundred percent and it goes into knowing uh knowing like our tolerances right like everyone and on top of that knowing your temptations right everyone Mm. has everyone has their own personal temptations and i feel like what's very important is knowing your knowing your tolerance right just just as important as if when you go out to the bar, you know your alcohol tolerance, right? I hope you do, right? <laughs> but you should have that same, or maybe, I'm not going to tell you you should have that same approach, but one thing that I've noticed is you should, ha- you should know your tolerance in other areas, even when it comes to your temptations, because then you can put healthy boundaries. And one thing that came to my mind about boundaries was, you know, an intentionally placed barrier to protect yourself from your own temptations or tolerances, right? Break that down. That's a little deep. (laughs) (laughs) So let's say, all right. So one thing that's going to pop up into my head, you know, have you ever dealt with a hamstring issue? Mm Mm-hmm. So the back of your leg injury. Yep. Yeah. So when you're, when you're, you now have that injury, right. And you're recovering 
right? You're obviously not going to do a straight sprint because you can't you can't tolerate that. No, you're going to walk, then maybe start to jog. Yeah, you're going to walk, you're going to stretch, start to jog. And even when you're at the running and the sprinting phase, your hamstring lets you know how much it can handle. Mm-hmm. And I think that can be, if you take that same mindset into literally anything, right? Um, how hard you can go at work, what your tolerance is for cold calls, what your tolerance is for meetings for the day, you know, what your tolerance is for handling emails, what your tolerance is for handling people, right? What's, you know, what's your energy tolerance for the day? Some people got more energy than others, right? And if you know your tolerances, then you can, and you know yourself, you can now, now you can play your strengths. Now, when you know you're getting to that, let's say, your mental tolerance for the day, right? Where now your patience is running out. Then you know right before you get to your mental tolerance, you know you can meditate, mm. right? So like if you know how far you can stretch yourself before you, let's say for lack of a better term, break, you know when exactly to implement that habit. So if I know my patience runs out, let's say after four to five days, right? I can go four to five days without meditating before I start getting cranky or whatever. My patience runs out. Then I know on the third day, I know I should be meditating every three days. Mm -hmm. It's essentially like building up, like I would say mental stamina, right? Like when, if you truly know the state that you got to get to, to be at peace, you're also not sometimes going to even try to test it or come close to fucking it up because you enjoy that. Right. So if anything that's maybe even hinting at, it might affect your peace of mind. You might avoid it. You might just be like, yo, I'm not going to mess with that today. Like, because you know that it's going to tap in or affect that peace of mind. Mm-hmm. So what I tend to do, bro, if I, if I know, and I'm not even perfect, I'm still working on this on a daily. Let's say something I know used to bother me in the past and maybe still bothers me. I challenge myself, as you said, I internally analyze and be like, hey, um, if you tap into this or if you react to this or if you draw any attention to this, is your mental going to be affected by it in a couple minutes? Probably. All right, cool. I maybe just stay shut. I might just walk away. <laughs> like, And back in the day, I used to be like, ah, oh, he don't want no smoke or blah, blah, blah. No, it's like, bro, it's maturity too. It's like you understand your peace of mind. Therefore, you start to run away from sometimes anything that's going to fuck with that. Yeah. And it's important to make sure to do it in a healthy way because this can be totally misconcepted. Uh, <laughs> that's true. It could be totally misconcepted as building a wall into your comfort that you think is peace, but it's really not. Right. So as you're as you're on this journey, right, to find that that core right where you can operate out of and truly feel like yourself and truly feel like you know you're living a life of fulfillment because you've understood what makes you happy and you've been disciplined enough to to plug those into your lives and make them values and morals that you continue to want to live your life on is is building up that stamina right building up that that mental toughness and doing it in a respectful way because it can get taken and miss you can come across maybe as 
oh, this person thinks he's better than me or this person is trying to avoid me or this person is in a whole different vibe now. He thinks he's brand new or Hollywood. All those little terms come from you mm-hmm. avoiding what you know is going to affect you in a negative way. Do you, do you ever think about that? Like, mm-hmm. oh, he's being Hollywood now. He's too cool for us. Oh, it's not that, bro. It's that you know that if you dabble in that activity or that, that, that uh, negativity. It brings nothing good. It brings nothing good to your to your peace of mind, bro. And life is I feel like the older I get, the more I try to understand that everything is complicated. Life is basic, bro. Just do the things that bring you peace of mind and that keep you there in that state. Yeah. As and long you will as live a happy not, life. Yep. And I the point came back to me, as long as you're not avoiding the truth. Mm. Because you can't have the mindset, right? Because you can you can over you can exaggerate this and say, um, well, if I work out you know, that's not going to bring peace of mind because it's going to be tough to, you know, I don't want to do it. Right. Like, so if you start leaking into that, then like, that's an excuse bucket though. You're not leaking into, (laughs) no, I I know. But like, if you, if you have the mindset of avoiding, yeah, because it it goes into now you're building a bubble into your own comfort, not peace. Right. So don't confuse comfort with peace. Oh, that's a fact. That's a fucking fact. (laughs) Bro, because you could easily confuse comfort with peace. Damn, I didn't even think about that. It's just, to to me, it's so important. When I hear peace, it's not like, you know, oh, I'm avoiding everything. It's like, no, like, I'm operating from a place where you just can't fuck with me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because I know, I know what I need in my life to, to bring fulfillment to myself. And, and then being in a state of gratitude that you even have that in your life. So like, what dropped in my heart to to even talk about this topic was was the story that I was telling you on on Saturday how I went kayaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, I was with I was with a group of people, and I ended up just like kind of like drifting off a bit, and I put my paddle down, and I was just sitting, and I was just taking everything in. And that's where that's where I also got the definition of of mind, body, and soul. Me. Okay in that moment i felt like i was exactly where i needed to be Mm. and and i was exactly seeing what i needed to see and hearing what i needed to hear and feeling what i needed to feel and i truly felt like god gave me a piece of his peace and when he gave me when i got access to that i only had it for like 10 seconds bro but i was like this is what i want this is what what i want to operate out of Mm -hmm. this is what i need to get to how am i going to get to that so, so t- do you think you would have noticed those 10 seconds had you not been present? If I, if I hadn't drifted from if you had group, your phone, maybe in your hand, if you like were thinking about the future or the past, I think you absolutely got to be present there. I would have missed it because, mm-hmm. because it, it wasn't, it wasn't verbal, right? It wasn't somebody else talking to me. It wasn't because I was with three other people. I was with my fiance and two of her coworkers. And we were all chilling in the kayak. If you ever went kabrewing before or kayaking before, you guys, ever, instead of just paddling, you guys bring your, your kayaks together, right? And everyone just kind of hold on to the kayak. You guys float down the river and just chill and talk, listen to music. They had a speaker bouncing. So if I was still connected to them, there was too many, there was too many external factors. Mm-hmm. I, was sitting with, I was sitting with too many influences for me to really take in one. Now mm-hmm. it's not, it's not, and it's not bad to indulge in groups, activities and all that stuff, but, and I, and I'm not saying you have to be solo. 
Right. But I needed to be in that moment. Okay. Right. So where other people can access that, like in so many different scenarios and situations, because someone might get that piece when they are sitting with those four people. For But for me in that moment, like I just so happened to drift off and I needed to be dolo to take that in because let's say after the week that I had, I knew that I needed some me time, right? So when I drifted off, I got that. And that's when I was able to receive what I felt like I received. That's deep, bro. It's just crazy because it sounds like in a non-selfish way, when you almost like isolate yourself a little bit is when you're able to, the, the most the majority of the time you're able to focus a little bit more on that 10 second pocket, right? You could do it with the partner. You could do it with something else. But like you said, sometimes you have those influences around you that them unintentionally might be distracting you from that peace of mind that you're trying to get to. Yeah. And I think more so just because of the type of people that you and I are, we get it. We get it. I know for myself, I get it in those moments. Some people might get it with their core group of people. Some people mm. might get it with their family. Some That's people, true. Some people might get it at work. You feel me? So it's. I feel like it's a hundred percent different with everybody, and and I feel like one of our purposes in life is to find out what does that for us. That's a fact, right? That's a fact. Nah, bro. That's real. I mean, obviously, I think you hit on a lot. I think we hit on a lot. Um, but yeah, bro, that peace of mind is extremely important, especially during, especially now more than ever, right? With everything going on, um, we as individuals, the more we tap into um, that recognizing, right, that peace, what brings you peace and how to maintain it, how to constantly bring it back. Because it sounds like your experience with the kayaking, you might want to go kayaking again, right? You might want to bring that that little 10-second window to yourself. So you're actively and proactively taking those steps to bring that more into your life. That's another reason that I wanted to say that because we also have to be actively seeking those moments. I think you said it earlier, but um, you can't just feel it once or recognize that, wow, this makes me extremely happier. This brings me joy. It brings me peace. And then never go seek it again, right? You got to yeah. like try to bring it in as many times as possible. That's part of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Because shit's always going to happen. Life's always going to happen. So like, I feel like it's our job to – you can't always – block out the negative but it's our job to dilute it it's our job to create balance right so if if you have nothing that's that's coming in as an input like and you're letting you're not creating an environment or you're not creating boundaries where you're creating your you're creating your own positive influences then like how do you the to me the world's going to catch up to you it's going to hit you and that's going to be your main influence instead of instead of the things that you know make you the person that you are 100% but i feel like there are multiple things on a daily basis that are trying to take away our peace not even trying but unintentionally take away our peace that's why you got to be tougher than the daily things that are trying to come at you and just rise above it because if you let these daily things or these things that are happening around the world bro get to you your peace mm-hmm. of mind will get affected no matter how perfect you are it's human we're human bro right so we got to control that bubble and control that energy around us to make sure that we're at that state as often as possible or seek that state because sometimes you got to go find it it's not going to come to you Mm-hmm. I, I agree. And to, to hit on what you said, I, I'm pretty sure Nipsey said something very, very like 
very similar to this and I can't quote it because I don't know it verbatim, but he said something about the world was so technical. It was, the world is t- more technologically advanced than we are like spiritually advanced. Mm. Right? And he, and he said something about like, um, you know, there was a rise in technology and he also believed there's going to be a rise in like, let's say consciousness or for, for this conversation. Let's we say, have to catch up to survive almost. Yeah. Yeah, because because if if not, then that's why that's why there might be a gap now where where all this technology and all this stuff creates all these influences, and we feel like we don't we don't know how to protect our peace, right? There is no peace, bro. We're glued to our phones, glued to our laptops, glued to everything, bro. It's that's when you have so much fun, no matter who you are. When you go out into nature and shit like that, you know what I mean? It's it's a weird thing, bro. But I feel like we've all felt it. You know what I'm saying? Facts, disconnect from your Wi-Fi, connect to your peace. Oh, we're going to leave it right there. <laughs> disconnect from your Wi-Fi and connect to your peace. <laughs> nah, but nah. for real, for real, find, find what, make your own definition of peace. Figure out what brings you peace and protect your peace. It's all you got. That's all you need, bro. That's really it. I mean, that's all from me, bro. You hit it on the nail with that one. I'm going to leave it right there. I'm going to say it one more time. Disconnect from your Wi-Fi and connect to your peace. But that's it, bro. You got anything else? It's a wrap. Thank you guys again for tuning into the podcast. I really hope that you enjoyed that last episode. In order to stay tuned and keep up with the Leading the Comfort Zone family, make sure you hit that subscribe button as well as follow us on IG. That's underscore Leaving the Comfort Zone. And once again, to show love and cop some gear, make sure you visit our website, leavingthecomfortzone.store. Until next time.